All right. Let me know when y'all ready. We're going to get on this tonight. All right. Peers Universe. Right. Here we go. It is that time of week again. We're going to come out here and give us some flip-flops, some sideways hip-hops, some dip-dops, some dip-bipping dots. We're going to come up, y'all, with some crazy shit tonight like we always do. But until then, I... um. My co-host asked me what we're going to talk about tonight. I said, you bring it up, we're going to talk about it. Because I, I took a week off from life. I literally put my phone down. I took my internet. Just turned off. I just, so I watched TV and movies for like a week. I didn't watch anything else because I know everybody is going to be fucking losing their fucking mind. So I'm going to leave it up to my boys and I had to bring up some stuff. And I remember last week y'all said y'all had some stuff that didn't get talked about. So maybe bring that up also. So let's get this ball rolling. Let's get going. All right. Well... Let's start off with the uh, Atlanta shooting on the Dark Grim Note. <laughs> well, hold on. Before we get started on the Atlanta shooting, mm-hmm. JDS sent us an article about this um, um, subway shooting in Atlanta. And I looked at my lady. I was like, they got subways in Atlanta? I said, I know they got the underground city and all that shit, but I didn't know Atlanta had subways and all. She goes, I did do. I was like, I didn't know. Turns out the article was about a subway restaurant, so I felt like a dumbass. But uh, go ahead. So they, you said someone ordered a sandwich, and what happened from there? So dude orders a sandwich, and, you know, it's just normal occurrence, right? Like you or me or anybody else going in there, Subway, and ordering a sandwich. Well, worker makes a mistake, puts too much mayonnaise on his sandwich. Dude goes ballistic and shoots the worker dead. Pretty much cut and dry. Is it, though? Is that what really happened, or is that just what they're doing? We uh, found out from, yeah, I mean – what happened? Could it be more than that? I don't see any. Yeah, it's an underlying issue. That's what I mean. It sounds a little bit like maybe he already had a bad day going into this motherfucker, and they just put him over the edge. You know what I'm saying? It's saying, like, you know, the police chief did his whole press report and all that crap, you know, to describe what happened. But his question to everybody was, why shoot somebody over mayonnaise? Well, yeah, you know, that's a very that's a very good valid point because that's what I'm saying is like yeah. even if you are having a fucked up day, I'm the same. P.S. Universe, you wake up in the morning having a really fucked up day and you are angry at the world around you and you go somewhere and someone tips you off, don't don't shoot them, don't do anything crazy to them because uh, you got to deal with your anger issues. But don't you can't harm anybody else. But the idea to go into a subway already pissed off, then someone drops some extra mayonnaise on there and you shoot them. That don't it don't sound right, but I'm not saying it didn't happen that way. It just seems like there's something that could be a little bit more um, triggering on there, if you will. No pun intended. Right. <coughs> that sounds like that one movie. Um, you know, you probably know what I'm talking about, Rev. That one movie where the dude has a uh, briefcase and has like falling down. Uh, yeah, falling, falling down. down. That's what yeah. it sounds like. Damn yeah. good movie yeah. right there. Now I, I like movies sometimes that um, are dry. And it's like takes forever to come up, you know, whatever. But Fallen Down was actually pretty damn good. And it, it became a cult classic for a while, you know. People don't yeah. talk about it nowadays. But that was actually pretty good. And I, I give uh, old Douglas a shout out. He he put it, he put it, uh, a good role into that, uh, that movie there. But don't that sound like the two correlates? I mean, because he had no, a- no, this sounds like dude had a girlfriend that cheated on him. He lost his job. Um, he had a really bad day, um, probably pissed on himself out of bed. Um, mama don't want him no more. Daddy never loved him. Um, the society around him is just, you know, don't like him. I, that's what I'm seeing here. I don't see it being anything other than that, but 
Now, why he had a gun to begin with for that kind of anger issues, I don't know. But that's not what we're talking about. What the idea is, if you are angered by somebody else for making a mistake, there ain't no reason in the world to retaliate with violence like that. Right. Say, hey, I can understand going, hey, you fucked up my sandwich, make me a new one. I get that. I get that. I wouldn't do anything like that. I get that. But to pull a gun out and shoot there, like, well, didn't somebody get shot over some barbecue sauce one time? Uh, McDonald's. Yeah. We talk about all kind of restaurants at all the time. Yeah, yeah, the lady uh, pulled up in the drive-thru and uh, got in a heated argument with the worker because she didn't put her uh, barbecue sauce in the uh, bag or whatever it was. And she right. Started shooting through the thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, a few years ago, yes. I think if you're going to go to a fast food restaurant, don't bring a gun just in case you get pissed off. You can have a gun, right. just don't bring it at that time because – it seems right. like, especially you know, if you're in that volatile of a mood. Right, 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 right. I can, I can, I appreciate people's angers. I, I never, I never tell anybody to not be angry. You just, you don't have to be violent with your anger. You know. Yeah. Well, isn't there a little law in Georgia called murder with malice? Man, I don't fucking know about no damn laws. All I know the laws that I broke, and I know there's laws that I can't break, and there's laws that I get bend and twist. So. I don't. What's what's murderous malice? What what is that based on? Okay, so basically, murder with malice is pretty much Georgia's twist on aggravated murder. How Maybe. is murder? Hold on. How is murder not aggravated? I there, mean, there's, there's a question I wanted. I wanted to ask, but go ahead. I mean, yeah, meaning I mean, like <laughs> what I mean by aggravated murder, meaning like the aggravating, meaning there were aggravating factors that you know could. Um, what's the word for it? Um, yep, you lost me. Escalate the sentencing. Uh, oh, okay, okay, uh, okay. Depends on the time that you can get behind bars for doing what you did. Depends on the severity of the actions during the crime. Yeah. So, okay, now aggravated murder. It now. Being in a restaurant employee, no matter where you are, and you make a mistake on someone's food order, there is no reason for aggravated murder or absence or ma- or you say malice or murder or whatever. And shit. Yeah, I, I murder with malice. That. Now, if I'm in a situation where I'm confronted by somebody and they just keep going and going and going and going and just trying to push my buttons, yeah, I can see malice and all that shit. <laughs> but to shoot somebody over a food mistake? No, I, no, I don't know. Yeah. Now, if we're being realistic, listen, if we're being realistic here about it, right? All right, so say you get extra mayo in your sandwich and you necessarily just want a little bit of mayo, not extra mayo. In no way, shape, or form is it acceptable to sit there and pull a gun out and blow somebody no, out. No, that's what I'm getting at. All you, yeah, you got to say, say is, oh, that's too much mayonnaise. Can you please start over? Now, they might get pissed off, you know, whatever, but that was their mistake. But most people I know also when they order the sandwiches, they'll say light mayonnaise or extra mayonnaise. But if you say just mayonnaise, they put one squirt down the middle. That's all they do. They don't put anything extra on there. They don't put like four or five rows and shit. I have a question here, and I'm not trying to sound like, you know, weird or anything here, but all right. So you all know the movie. uh, Ah, shoot. What is it? Oh, here we go I can't think of the movie. It's Afro something. Uh, where they said the white people like the mayo, right? Huh? Uh, 
Undercover Colonel brother. Crow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. I'm okay. Like, after See, what? After, it's called Undercover Brother. I can't, think, I can't think straight right now, but right. anyway, uh, I got a question though. It doesn't say if the dude was white or not. I mean. Does this mean he hates mayo? I'm, I'm, no, I'm not, I don't see. I, I, I don't think it's got anything to do with the sandwich or the mayonnaise or even the uh, customer that was the, uh, the, uh, the worker itself. I think he had his own issues and somehow he just it finally flipped at him, you know? Yeah. Like the situation. I mean, yeah. Unless there was, was a situation where they actually knew each other and the dude did it on purpose. I mean, like I said, it sounds like there's a lot more to the uh, standing in line getting the sandwich. Extra something on making a mistake on your food order than shooting somebody. It sounds like there's something more to it than that, but you know, that's not, that's not for me to figure out. I'd say to me, it just sounds kind of funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, they arrested the dude, so I guess. Oh, no, I we'll get that. Out. No, I get that. I'm just saying, <clears throat> to me, it sounds like there's more to it than just someone making a food mistake and you shooting them. It sounds that a little bit more um, detailed or intimate, if you will. Right. Well, that that just, is, it's just me. That is true. But moving on to the next topic, Rev. All right. You're saying the world ain't ready for a Jurassic Park. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. The world should not have to deal with a situation like that. So there's an article out there now in the Yukon. They finally fully preserved baby woolly mammoth. And J.D. made the comment about DNA and cloning and all that stuff like that. I'm saying that's not new because about 14 years ago, they found remains of a woolly mammoth, and, and then anybody knows what CRISPR is? It's a genetics um, lab that do you know bioengineering and all that shit. They were already trying to clone a woolly mammoth. <coughs> right. But I'm saying, but the idea, even like 12 years ago, did y'all not see the fucking movie? And JD's response was, "Well, at least it ain't a T Rex." I'm like, "It does not fucking matter." A woolly mammoth is about five times bigger than a normal average day elephant and it's covered in fur with his giant ass tusks. I wouldn't want to see that walking through my neighborhood. I would not. Right? That'd be worse than the moose getting loose in your neighborhood. No, I can deal with the moose and I can't more than a fucking um a, a building coming at me covered in fur. Well go. But see they but see that thing is they won't stop at just the woolly mammoth. They'll try to create other things using that same DNA and you know, that's where things go wrong. That's well, what I'm saying. They well, wanna say they wanna pay um a milk put a little milkshake up in there and we're gonna take the woolly mammoth DNA and add some DNA here and but we're gonna make a new critter. No. Any movie that you've ever seen in your entire life tells you no, do not do those things. True. But I was going to say a few years back, sorry, Rob, but a few years back, uh, this couple successfully uh, cloned their dead dog. I mean, they took the dead dog's DNA and basically cloned it a few years back. Okay, So, I mean, to say, like, they do. So, a dog that's around in our day and age is different from some creature that was around 65 million years ago. Yeah. Big, big difference. It's got, you also got to think about the ecosystem. You got to think implications of how it uh, impacts on the world today. Now, the dog itself was from this generation, this timeline. We're talking about taking a creature from 65 years ago, introducing it into our ecosystem nowadays. That's going to fuck up a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. It could. It could. Yes. But, but listen, I have an article. All right, go ahead. Remember I mentioned about bison going crazy? You know, he said moose going crazy and that bison was going to be next. Right. So, here we go. Well, 
Let's just say someone was visiting Yellowstone National Park, right? All right. And the visitor saw a bison running at a little kid. All right. And the um, visitor um, pulled the little kid out of the way before the bison could gore the little kid. Well, he can't gore it. He don't have a horn. Or what mm. if we charge him? He could charge kid. him. He could run him over, yeah. Yeah. And feed him, bison, yeah. No, bison doing it. Does bison have horns? Yeah, I think they have horns. But I'm pretty sure But I don't know. All right, go ahead. Well, those that know what a bison is, a bison is pretty much like a hairy version of a bull. <laughs> we call them beefaloes. We got some down the floor. We call them beefaloes. <laughs> right. Because they actually mix them with um, uh, um, bulls and um, buffaloes. And um, that's pretty much what they got bison there. They're called bison, but we call them beefaloes. Hey, Rev. Yeah. To answer the question, bisons do have horns. Okay. Yeah, I can, I can imagine that. Somebody sitting in the woods. Hey, boo boo, you see the peeking in the basket? No, yo, yeah, see that fucking bison. Just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, you there, boo boo. You see that bison over there? We need to get out of here. Sorry. Well, that, I'm that. Yeah, but. Um, if we're going to talk about animals and shit, I don't know if y'all heard, but there's actually a company out there that is now feeding their chickens marijuana. Really? <laughs> Damn, in stereo. <laughs> really? <laughs> marijuana infused chicken. And I'm thinking to myself, that's a great idea because you can actually use, okay, marijuana itself has many applications in this world, you know, fibers, plants, um, paper, material, textiles. You know, medicine, I mean, it has all kind of fuel, I mean, all kind of implications in the world. So to actually use marijuana as a feed source, like alfalfa for horses and, you know, aren't farm animals and shit, I can yeah. see that. So they're going to charge more money for marijuana-infused chicken. Now, they, you probably won't get high from the chicken and everything, but I thought it would be hilarious. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So I'm supposed to smoke a blunt, get stoned, get the munchies, and go get some chicken wings. Now I can go get the chicken wings and get high at the same time. Hey, I'll, hey, cut, hey. I'll cut the middleman now. Right. Here, I hear I can see it coming soon now. Introducing, not KFC, MFC. MFC, no, no, not it, better than that. Uh, me and my lady, we're going to call it flicking chicken. Flicking chicken? <laughs> That's oh, I, yeah. Well, I mean, they got marijuana oh, brownies, so I, I can see it. Yeah, dude, they got more than marijuana brownies in this world. Let me tell you right now. Uh, if mm. anybody out there does edibles and everything, and I recommend this highly, highly recommend it. You can get the um, it's like you know what um, Chris uh, rice crispy treats are, right? Uh huh. Yeah. You know what, right? Okay, you make rice. They have um these Reese's um crispy treats. Best fucking buzz I've had in a very long time, and it lasts for about eight nine hours. That's off of one bar. Now they're expensive, wow. it's like you know, ten bucks for you know, you get two bars for ten bucks. <clears throat> but that's what I had on my birthday last year. I ate one bar in the morning. It's only like probably about an inch, about an inch by inch bar. Right. And I'm thinking, oh shit, no. But it was had the peanut butter in there, had the you know the um M&M or the Reese's PC in there. Uh, but it's like a rice crispy treat with Reese's, but it was marijuana infused. One of the best highs I had in a long time. I ate the second bar later on. Took a nap, woke up still stoned, now stoned all that day, and I was like, that's some really good shit. Like right. my old lady, my lady likes gummies. And I went to the store the other day um to get me some uh, tobaccos, I ran a tobacco, and there's a new shop right up the, right up the street from me. 
And um, me and the guy were talking, and I said, yeah, my lady likes the gummies and all that, but she prefers a certain kind. And I said, I can't get anything right now because I only buy you know, once a month. I'm just here to get some tobacco to carry me through the weekend until I get my money. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I bought me some tobacco, and I got me – I they had cherry diesel, and I wanted to try that out. So I got me some cherry diesel and a pack of papers and shit like that. And um, he goes, well, take these right here. Give me a pack of free gummies. Had three gummies in the pack. <clears throat> he goes, give them to her. And see if she likes them. I'm like, I'll do that. Well, I didn't do that. I took them myself. <laughs> but I look at the package, and on the package it says 15 milligrams. And I'm like, no, that's not right, because you would need three of these to uh, equal what she takes one of hers. So I ate three of them, and about an hour and a half, I'm like, yeah, this was definitely not worth it. But after about two hours, I had a really good buzz the rest of the night. So I will say they were pretty good, but I'm not going to pay four bucks for three gummies when I can just pay 30 bucks for a bag of 35 you only need one because her gummies i only need one of them and i want to i don't need to smoke for the rest of the day like if i ever every once in a while i eat one of her gummies i won't smoke the rest of the day because i'm already stoned i'm enjoying my buzz right but um reese's the reese's on um, um, crispy streets man i recommend them highly like her son has tried the doritos he's tried um candy bars he's tried i mean all kinds of different things they had out there and I'm like, well, the idea is supposed to eat the whole bag at the same time. You're just not supposed to eat one or two chips. Eat the whole right. bag. He's like, I don't want to know how to do that. I like, no, do that. Do that. That's what you got to do. But, um, yeah, you say marijuana brownies. I'm like, dude, that, the wolves have gone beyond brownies. Trust me. They got um cereal. They got You can make your own butter, of course. Um, They got cookies. They got candies. They got gummies. They got uh, lollipops. I mean, Hey, bags of chips. I mean, so donuts. I mean, you can get marijuana, but to have marijuana infused chicken, I can imagine that. Now, I can't. I can't imagine you're gonna get high off of it because um, you're just. It's basically like grain. You're feeding the chicken grain, so it's gonna go through the digestive system. It's gonna do whatever shit. But I am curious is is the poop, and I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I'm curious about the poop because you know the idea of making mushrooms is comes from the cow's poop. So if you got chickens that are eating marijuana grain. And take a shit. Will that poop have the marijuana infused nutrients to grow mushrooms? That's that's my that was my curiosity. But I was like, right. oh, that's, that's are weird. they called the uh, hey Rev? Are they what? called Emerald Sky? I don't know why. Because I'm looking up these things. It says uh, our best seller is your best friend peanut butter cups, and it's uh, got some recent peanut butter cups, and it says. Cannabis infused uh, peanut butter cups. I I got curious and looked it up in the background. Um, I don't know. I don't know name brands. No, these are like right. They were like rice cookie treats, but they were Reese's though. Instead of using right, uh, I guess you use um Rice Krispies. You know the cereal itself, but the they got peanut butter and had Reese's pieces in there. Not the actual cups themselves. I'm pretty sure you can find those cups out there. But yeah, when you say marijuana brownies, I'm like, dude, the world has gone beyond brownies nowadays. Yeah, way I, beyond that. They don't I got mean, everything now. Tell y'all, tell y'all a funny story. Um, <clears throat> buddy of mine used to make his own butter. He he knew he knows he knows how to make his own marijuana piece butter. He's really really talented at the shit. Right. And I I ain't tried it myself, but I watched him do it. I'm like, it's a lot of work, <coughs> but he knew what he was doing. So he made some one time and let it set up, and we got a regular just a regular normal cookie, and he put it on like icing. All right. So the whole thing was covered in ice, like, like a green icing. And he goes, here, try this. And I'm like, cool. So I ate the whole thing. Well, he handed it to me, went inside. I ate the whole thing. And he come back, he goes, so how did it taste? It's like, it tastes like ass. 
He goes, how much do you eat? I said, the whole thing. He goes, oh, dude, you should not eat the whole thing. I'm like, why not? He goes, you're going to get fucked up. And I'm like, oh. And I will say that. It's definitely not recreational. Yeah, I spent like a day and a half blistered off my ass. Uh, really, really good high. But I'm like, I was not expecting to be that high. Right. I, was, I was impressed. Because I've had, I mean, I've, I've been at parties where I smoke bags of marijuana. And I'm like, never been that fucked up off of one fucking cookie. But he goes, no, you should have only ate quarter of that. He goes, the idea is to eat it in quarters. Why don't you just hand me a quarter? He goes, well, I didn't know. I thought you just know how to break it off. And I'm like, I never do edibles unless someone gives them to me. Because <laughs> I'll still do, I'll still new to the edible game. And <laughs> I had no idea. Now, I got a buddy of mine down in Florida. He actually left Florida when he was um, around 18, moved to Germany, and lived there for like, oh, fucking 10 years, and came back, and um, he started making um, mushroom um, chocolates. He'd actually get shrooms, make the butter, make the chocolate, and sell little chocolate bars with mushrooms in there. I was like, holy shit, that's fucking smart. So, yeah, the, the edible game is, is I've reached another level, dude, put it that way. But, but hey, I, here's the thing that I this, I've never done shrooms before. But I've always heard the uh, uh, old old story. Well, I've heard the horror stories about shrooms where like you eat too many of them, you could die or whatever. Bro, if you eat too many aspirins, you can die. You drink uh, too much water, you can die. You drink too much, you know, sugar, you can die. You smoke too many cigarettes, you can die. Anything can kill you. You know what's cool? You know what's you know what's really gonna kill you? Life. Yeah. Ten out of ten doctors agree you will die from death. That's a guarantee. You are going to die from death. So you can overdose on all kinds of things. Even, even like people say you can't overdose on marijuana. Your body can shut down. Um, function depends on, you know, what it's affecting. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I know you can't really, you, know, you smoke, you know, two or three joints or a blunts, whatever. Yeah, you ain't going to die from that. But mushrooms, um, your brain can shut down. But you can still be living. You can still be functional. Yeah, psychedelics is a different ball game from talking about marijuana. <coughs> big, big difference. Because like me myself, I love LSD. Um, I like bucks. I have I have a bucket list, and one of my bucket list is to actually go to the desert and find my own peyote. Now you can buy peyote online or get it somewhere else, whatever. But there is a ritual that the Native Americans used to do a long time ago. They used to walk in the desert and find the actual plants, the cactus themselves, because they'd be, um, um, they'd grow in like rows in the desert. So you would find them, pick them along the way, and um, when you get to your um, spot you want to camp at, make your little teas and our, you know, concoction up, whatever, and do your peyote, and then you go on your spirit walk and all that shit. So that's one of my bucket lists. Yeah, people say, well, you can buy peyote. Oh, I don't want to buy it. I want to experience it the way it's supposed to be experienced. That's just one of my things. Well, I'll tell you, probably, you want to really go find some peyote, um, then you want to go and do that. Go to Sonoran Desert, which is like Arizona, or go to... Uh, You hit it right on the head, brother. You hit it right on the head. I know exactly where it's at. Yeah, I did a lot of research on um, that, um, that that ritual itself. Right. Yeah, the, um, the deserts in Arizona, the ones in California, Nevada, those are the ones I'm going to. And they, and you got the caves also. Yeah. Because, like, I was going, I was going to say the Sonoran, the uh, the Sonora, the uh, Mojave. I forget what the one in Nevada is called. Oh, Sierra, whatever that yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of those deserts there. I mean, a lot of those, yeah, that's we, but the plan is, like I say, back in the day, <clears throat> the shamans would go out and they would collect peyote because they grow in like rows. You find like a, a, a small pod here or a small pod there, and they would collect them and go back to camp. 
and create a concoction and go on a spirit walk with, you know, to see how to better their tribes and all that stuff. And they would bring yep. in other members, council members, right. <coughs> and they would have a the spirit journey and I all that shit. Do, when you go out there and you do that, yeah, I told my sister's friend, um, she went out there and she happened to be a fair skin, right? All right. I told her to drink lots of water and wear plenty of sunscreen. Don't you know she came back cherry red? I'm like, I told you to put on plenty right. of sunscreen. How many times have we talk about me in the sun? I grew up in the sun. I won't go to the desert wearing a tank top and a fucking, you know, hat. <coughs> I'm going to make sure I have the gear on. You know, long sleeves. I'm gonna have me with my head covered. You know, the whole nine yards. I'm I'm going out there like a, you know, one of them dudes from over in Iraq and um, Afghanistan and shit. I put on one of them fucking things and make my sure my shirt is covered up. <coughs> good, cause like you know, it's good to have stuff like that because of the fact of, you know, stuff like that can happen. Oh, I know, but I'm saying, but that like I said, that is one of my bucket lists. That it ever comes down to it, and it's me against the world, and I'm getting ready to. Shuffle off the mortal coil and all that. Yeah, I want to go out the desert and get me some peyote and do myself a ritual. And I also, I would carry you a black, carry you a bladder. A bladder. Like you know those little sacks where you keep water and you can sip it, sip it through the little sack. It's called canteens. Yeah, carry you a canteen or whatever. <coughs> Rob, I'm pretty sure. I appreciate your advice, but I'm pretty sure you ain't gonna worry about the old rib going out the desert unprepared. Okay. Bleak that shit. <coughs> Damn. Can't get a cough out of me tonight. So what else? What, what else we got out there? Else, if y'all ain't got nothing else. Uh, I got some stuff, you know. No, okay. again. I know, but uh, last week though, you said there was some stuff you wanted to bring up and forgot to bring it up. You don't remember well, what? Let me it go. Was. Go look in the chat. I'll All see right. what I got from last week. All right. So what, what you got there, Rob? What's the uh, stuff going on? Um, I mean, I mentioned punches last week, but I came home. I came home to some yellow tape again. Yellow tape, like crime scene or murder? Yeah, crime scene, murder scene. On your door? No. The shorties behind me, the gas station behind oh, me. Oh, okay, okay. I've been there. Yeah, and they were giving away free gas again. <laughs> Are you sure it was free gas? I got free gas, but probably won't. I think you. Yeah, I think next time you see a gas line, you need to go ask them if it's free gas or there's something else. Yeah. They don't sound right to me that people are somebody giving away free gas. Oh. Something's going on over there that involves cars being wrapped. Been, well, that's uh, what I'm saying. Instead of, instead of street. but but instead of assuming that it's free gas, you should go there and ask them what's going on. Right. Because that don't seem right. They're giving away free gas. All right, uh, yeah, it don't really seem right. You're right about that. But, hey, um, I found out what it was from last week. All right. Part of it, anyway. All right, so on June 23rd, I posted this. This was, like, a little bit after the show or whatever, that Amazon is testing a new feature in the Alexa that could mimic the, vo- mimic the voices of dead relatives. <laughs> All um, right. Yeah. Now, okay, so... Let's let's talk um, Alexa itself. Now, does Alexa have settings on there? You change the voice on it. Is that what the deal is? Yeah, it does. Uh, it does. So, like, I got mine where it can change to a male voice and then named it. Uh, all right. So, I mean, 
would you be able to upload a voice um, recording from a dead relative, or are they actually talking about communicating with the dead? What the article states is that if you've got like an audio recording yeah, or something. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. So it's not actually your dead relative talking through Alexa to you. Right, right. It's like if you got an audio recording and you let Alexa listen 30 so minutes of the recording of your right. dead it can become that basically i got you i got you in that fashion um comedian sewer king has something to say about that and he said um nope he, he said he said i'm not doing that he said that's a big old nope for me it's like he said um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna change my echo device to mimic of dead relatives he pretty much said in his own words let the dead rest in peace and that, you know, people shouldn't do that because of the fact of, you know, it just sounds too scary. And to me, I kind of agree with that because, like, I don't want to let any unwanted spirits in my house, you know what okay, I mean? I'll, okay, I don't think it's about spirits. I think the idea is to use the recording of someone that you lost and you can still hear their voice, you know, through the um, automated um, recording itself. It's not about talking to the dead relative. It's the Alexa, it will, the program itself will take the recording and turn it into that voice. So you'll actually be hearing the voice, the recording itself, but it'll be um, using that program or the algorithm or the settings and all that stuff. So it's actually you're not talking to dead people, but I still think that would be kind of creepy and cool at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd be That's going, me, hey, yeah. mama, me, mama, put on. Eat, I'd be like, you know I mean? like mama, mama, I need some cheeseburgers. Order me some cheeseburgers. You don't need a cheeseburger, you fat bastard. You need to get off that couch and go mow the lawn. <laughs> you ought to get a fucking job, you lazy bitch. Mama, mama, play, play, play some eyes the Osborne. No, fuck you. You need to get up and go do the damn dishes. Take the dog for a walk. Go wash, <laughs> nasty, go wash your nasty ass. And, and here's the other thing we didn't talk about last week. I just found another article. All right. Kyle Rittenhouse, y'all know him. Uh, I hate to bring this one up, but Kyle Rittenhouse now has his own official video game that you can pre-order for ten bucks, and basically it's fake news uh, turkey shoot. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, here, no, here. You know who John Hinckley Jr. is? I do. The dude that shot uh, Ronald Reagan. Well, he did, he shot at Ronald Reagan, but he shot the other guy Brady. The other guy Brady got shot. Remember during that whole process? That's why we had the Brady bill come up. Oh, yeah. That dude got out of jail after 40 years. They found him innocent. And now he's making music on Spotify. Oh, wow. Got got albums out there. Wow. Uh, Rev. Yeah. I've got some um, news. I I mean, this this now came to me. I read the article earlier. But hold on. Hold on. Let's get back to this real quick. It it blows my mind because that was a big deal when I was growing up. Right. So this dude... Tried to assassinate the president of the United States of America, shot somebody else, and they formed a whole law around it called the Brady Bill to do with gun control, you know, blah, 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 shit like politics. And the dude went to jail, and he's out now, 40 years later, found innocent. I'm like, how do you find someone innocent who actually pulled the fucking trigger and shot somebody? And you made a whole- save somebody else. No, no, no. But they, they, he shot somebody. They made a whole bill about, a whole law about it. But how do you mean 40 years later he's innocent? And I'm like, that don't make no, it's all through. Yeah, um, it really don't uh, make it, sense. Well, it, um, They claim um, 
psych, psychological um, ramifications, you know, mental illness and shit like that. But I'm like, so what the other dude's putting out music now? He's a, he's an artist now, putting out music on Spotify. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man! What the fuck is wrong with this world? Right. Well, I I got another question for y'all. All right. In the same vein, I'm surprised you didn't say anything else about that Kyle Rittenhouse thing with the whole game thing. I, I don't give Probably. a fuck. I, I I really don't give a fuck about what happened with the game thing or that's what they want to do. That's fine. Yeah, pretty much. And also, hey, how do you feel I, about this, man? All right. Something happened has been a long time coming, you know. Um, and this person well, that was originally acquitted of these crimes actually got re got uh, found guilty on all counts, you know, when everything resurfaced. So R. Kelly's going to jail, huh? He's going to jail, huh? Thirty years, yeah. Damn. You know, you know, y'all, 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 you know, I about R. Kelly, right? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I said, so he, he uh, really is going to jail now. Damn. Yeah, he, he peed in the closet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what happened. He peed in the closet. That's why he's going to jail. <laughs> oh, he came up with a song, uh, "Trapped in the Closet" or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he did. Uh, no, okay, but I, okay, I, I'm just saying. Ah, <sighs> it's so hard to you know take sides on that one. Just like Bill Cosby, that's th- that still fucks with me. Bill Cosby won. You know, that's 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 causes so much controversy. You know, you either support Bill Cosby or you turn against him. I'm like, damn, which way do I go? Because I like Bill Cosby. You know, well, I'm, my cousin uh, who had taken a couple of pictures with R. Kelly still hasn't changed her Instagram handle. Still, says, that's what I'm saying. So, R. Yeah. Kelly five. So, uh, yeah, so I, I'm saying now. R. Kelly is now going to prison because he's been convicted of all the sex crimes and all that. I'm like, yep, got thirty years. I, but I'm saying, but how, how, how as a fan are you allowed to support R. Kelly and, and condemn him at the same time? You know what I'm saying? It's like, wow. You know, it's like, damn. Well, there's going to be so many, so many people, you know. like this. His music career is over. He ain't, he ain't, ain't nobody going to want to listen to no 85-year-old man making love songs. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Barry White did it. Luther Vandross did it. Oh, well, Ronald Riley did. He's eighty something, but I'm saying by the time he gets out, he'll be eighty five. Oh no, that ain't what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, okay, the stuff he put out prior to him going to jail, like say you know, 10, 15 years ago, Arlie Carroll put out some badass music. He put out some good jams. Yeah, he you did. How, so how do you, as a fan, go? Oh fuck! Now he's a sexual predator and committed all these sex crimes. I can't listen to R. Kelly no more. I'm like fuck. So, I mean, how is it? Well, how- there's a lot of bad stuff in the national anthem, so people can use that as an excuse. No, no, but, I, okay, but I, I'm just saying, as an R. Kelly fan in general, how do you sit there and go, I still don't listen to R. Kelly music, but I got to be, you know, R. Kelly's a bad person because of what he did. So, I mean, how, how does a fan, you know, you know, go through that life? Because that's how I'm with Bill Cosby. I, I'm I- so... Bill, you bring up Bill Cosby. People have a you know one-sided opinion. They either hate him or they love him. There ain't Listen, no I, in between. And I'm like, so R. Kelly's the same. It's the same. He's in the same boat right now. Right. I'm like, how do you say R. Kelly put out some badass music back in the day, but he's a sexual yeah. pervert. He's a sexual predator. And I'm like, hey. damn. You know, it's like it's like. I mean, how does a fan, you know, show support and condemn at the same time? Hey, bro. Yeah, that would that would be kind of hard. I mean. I would put it to you like this in a joking way. R. Kelly came out to be the real life Herbert the pervert. But uh, okay, but I mean, 
was it really so bad though? JD, you ain't got my phone. That's my thing. Was it so bad? I mean, I uh, mean, yeah. I, he had sex with underage girls. He pissed on him. He did some other things like that. But who? I mean, who in the entertainment industry didn't know? There are so many accusations of sexual uh, misconduct. Yeah, you got in Harvey the Weinstein. You got oh Jeffrey yeah, C.J. Lewis. I mean, so but you got so many you know people in the entertainment industry that's been accused of, of sexual misappropriations all I mean, all through the decades. I so, mean, this person wasn't even well, and I'm well, not to throw this name out there, but this person was close to somebody that was like in the entertainment industry or something like that. Close to Jeffrey Epstein, just named Maxwell. Well, no, but I'm no, I'm but. Beyond, I'm, I'm talking about beyond that. We're talking about actual celebrities. Playing Maxwell was not was not a celebrity. She was a right hand. She was a pimp's right hand man. She was his bottom bitch. Bottom. I mean, if you want to break it out, if you want to, like we say, we keep it real here. Glenn Maxwell was Jeffrey Epstein's bottom bitch. Ain't, ain't no way around that. Ain't no way around that. If you don't believe me, go read Iceberg Slim. He'll tell you all about it. He'll tell you all about uh, the shit. But I'm talking about I'm talking about Hollywood itself. Hollywood itself, the entertainers, the actors, the producers, directors, the agents. I mean, everybody connected in the entertainment in Hollywood has been around the sexual deviance and everything. And no, still, no but I'm saying, but we still watch their movies. We still, yeah. you know, send them love and support when they feel ill and their dog dies. We send, you know, greeting cards. So, but we know these people are having sexual misappropriations against other people. You know, in violent ways and misused ways, and all, and we still show them love. So, why is R. Kelly now the only one we can't have? You know, show love for. You know, and I'm saying it's like so. It's like it's, it's, it's like I said, it's what they call controversial. It really is. Right. Well, hey, Rams, <coughs> right. I've got a question for you guys. All right. All right. So, when you eat Jello, <laughs> you still feel a certain type of way about Bill Cosby? No. No, Seriously? I don't. No, no, I because I don't. I spokesperson for Jello for a long time. No, he no, he ate Jello pudding. Big difference. Jello is the gelatinous cube stuff with the green, yellow, and uh, and uh, orange. Jello pudding is the pudding, the brown stuff or the vanilla stuff. Listen, I I don't even want to kind of make them kind of jokes about the brown pudding and Bill Cosby. Stuff. <laughs> Can I make five mean, Hendrix jokes? But he also, but he also would promoted Coke, also, right? He did at one time, yes. Okay, so, so that's, but I'm so saying, but, but, I mean, <clears throat> but the idea <clears throat> for Bill Cosby, same thing. Everybody, wa- everybody watched Bill Cosby on the Cosby Show. Now he also had stand up. He had I Spy. I mean, he had um, you know other movies uh, out there. So Bill yeah, Cosby man. was. Well, I was like, okay. Well, he had a small part in there, but I'm talking his his main role. So Bill Cosby was a a Hollywood icon for you know generations. He was then America's sudden, father for the longest time. Yeah, I mean, so now then all of a sudden now he's a sexual predator. He's a deviant. You know, it's like so how do you sit there and go, I can't watch the Kylie show anymore because Bill Kylie's a he's a devil in disguise. I'm like, no, I still like watching the Cosby show. So I don't know. It's like it's like <coughs> it's hard to condemn somebody if, well, here. You know, if but if I mean it, it's hard to condemn somebody if you have given them so much love over the years. But that people had no problem at dropping a hat. Bill Cosby. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Hey, hey Rev. Yeah, go ahead. I encourage our fans out there to go listen to any Eddie Murphy joke on Bill Cosby. Any <laughs> stand-up that he's done on Bill Cosby, go listen to it. Tell Bill Cosby, suck my dick and have a coke and a smile. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I know all about it. 
Yeah. I would like to talk to you about the thing you said in your show. What did I say? You know the flipping farmer, flipping farmer, flipping farmer. Bill, I didn't say any flipping farmer, flipping farmer, flipping farmer. You said you said some things like fuck. Hey, Rich, I got chastised about Bill Cosby. <laughs> you tell Bill to suck my dick and have a coconut smile. <laughs> and um, Richard Pryor was. I, I I don't know if Richard Pryor did anything bad, but I still love Richard what? Pryor. What? You ever seen JoJo Dancer? I love yeah, that I movie. I love JoJo Dancer. I think yes, that's I, one of the, I think that's one of the greatest movies out there as far as um. I've Joe never seen it because he he told basically Richard Pryor had no problem sharing his pain of what he did to himself and you know to other people. I mean that's the, the thing I love about. What I do for myself nowadays, I talk openly about the things I've done because I've hurt so many people in my life, including myself. Richard Pryor put out a whole fucking movie exposing himself to the world about what he did as a fucked up person. You know, he held nothing back. You know, it's a great, great fucking movie as far as, you know, the inner demons, your turmoils, your sacrifices. And I mean, so he's done some bad shit, but he did it mostly to himself. Now, people got hurt along the way. <coughs> <laughs> but a lot of people don't do that shit though. They don't tell them themselves. But Jojo Dancer, I think, is a great, great, great fucking movie. And it, it's heartbreaking too, you know. Yeah. Seeing someone that that iconic, you know, sit there and catch us on fire because he has said that free base, and I'm like, that's heartbreaking, man. It 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 it's, it it fucks with you. It really does. You know, because you gotta think about people. You know, they like I say, Hollywood has got their hands in a lot of cookie jars. And there's a lot of folks out there doing dirty, but people still show them love. So how do you condemn a celebrity that's, you know, doing something bad in the public eye when everybody's doing it? They just ain't got caught for it. Or if they got caught for it, people just forget about it. Yeah. Hmm. That is something to think about. Yeah. Yeah, I have to watch it. I'm kind of oh, curious. Yeah. Oh, Jojo Dancer is a great, great, great movie. Great fucking movie. Yeah. All right, so what did y'all got for the folks? I ain't got nothing else. If you ain't got nothing hey, else. Hey, um, I ain't really got a whole bunch. I I ain't really got a whole bunch, you know, other than stuff I can talk about off air. That's about it. All right, well, hell, I guess we're going to get about it here then. Yep. Be so I, I'm, yeah, we are not touching the topics right now for politics because everybody's losing their minds. Now, I did come up with a thing in my head the other day was like people are playing the game so hard that they're, they're hurting each other. And the game basically is you got somebody telling two people to not like each other. So they fight and argue and bicker and cause violence. Then they turn those people into groups to get other friends to follow them. And then they get these groups to hate each other inside the groups. And I'm like, man, this game is so fucking sick and twisted. And I'm like, turn your TV off, turn the internet off. I promise you things will get better. I promise you, but that's that's for them to figure out. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. Oh, by the way, anybody got any idea why uh, mermaids wear seashells? Uh, no. Can I elaborate? Yeah, because you all grew her bee shells, and we out this motherfucker. Y'all <laughs> <Later laughs> say, say good night to folks. All right, later. Good night. Okay. We love y'all. Peace. <laughs>